0: See, don't As broke as me, I like that When I was young, I had to pair of leaves Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt And alligators, uh-huh. you wanna see the inside huh. i see you later, They come the drama Oh, that's that nigga with the fake uh-huh. Bow why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh, Become my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him, all his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh, Here comes respect. His crew's your crew. Or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh, stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. 88. I was wrong, I got my point across They depicted me the boss Of course, my orange box cut to make the world go round Plus I'm fucking Bitches ain't my homegirls now Start stacking, dabbled in crap packing. nicknamed Medina Made the Sinas, took my Ninas From gym class to Inglash, pass off for global can't you see like total, getting larger in waste and wasting taste. Ain't no telling where the spelling is heading, just in case. Keep a shell at the tip of your melon, clear the space. Your brain was a terrible thing the waste. <laughs> Master Enterprise and I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections, drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, i corner my layer while we out here. Say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand Put money in my mom's hands. Get my daughter this college plan So she don't need no man Stay far from timid Only make moves when your heart's in it as broke as me, I like that, when I was young I had to pair leaves, besides that, the pinstripes and the gray, uh-huh. the one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays, uh-huh. while niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt, and alligators, uh-huh. you wanna see the inside, huh. i see you later, They come the drama, oh, that's that nigga with the fake, uh-huh. Why you punch me in my face stay in your place play your position uh, become my intuition uh-huh. go in this nigga pocket rob him all his friends watch it that hoes clock it uh, here comes respect his crew's your crew or they might be next look at them man Ah, big man they never try so we roll with them uh, stole with them i mean loyalty niggas bought me milks at lunch the milks with chocolate the cookies butter crunch 80 them even when i was wrong i got my point across they depicted me the boss of course my orange box cut to make the world go round plus i'm fucking bitches at my homegirls now start stacking dabbled in crap gun packing nicknamed Medina made the scene of my nina's. from gym class to english pass off for global the only nigga with a mobile Can't you see like total, getting larger and wasting taste. Ain't no telling where the spelling is heading, just in case. Keep a shell at the tip of your melon, clear the space. Your brain was a terrible thing to waste. master enterprise and I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts to how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Fright the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. Triple tech. In my corner my layer while we out here say the hustlers prayer if the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man take a better stand put money in my mom's hands get my daughter this college plan so she don't need no man stay far from timid only
1: Okay. What is going on guys? We are back. We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast. As I still have my diffuser going. Again, not hotboxing. It's just my air diffuser. Um
2: crazy on stream. Uh
1: what is going on, guys? We're back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast, man. And on this episode, we are On here with another edition of The Newsman. If you guys do not know how this show works, this is your first time watching, every Monday we are on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday we are on here at 4 o'clock Eastern Time with The Newsman. So, with that being said, also, if this is your first time watching, and you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast, I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show, and as for the other half, we got my man, Sir K, here. How's it going, man?
2: It's going good, man. It's going good. Just chilling out. Got my booster today, man. So if I'm moving my arm around or if I'm fucking zoning out, it's because of that. But um, overall, bro, I'm, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Just, again, waiting. Like we say every fucking <laughs> intro, yep. you wait in until February, bro. God it's damn, up, bro. Thank God, man. Thank God. Yeah. We're on that, bro. I'm just chilling bro but uh what about you man
1: for sure man yeah uh yeah bro just chilling um wait until february uh we're in a down we're in a down period in life um <laughs> it's just nothing going on man so once Royal rumble weekend hits shit should, be, shit should be getting a little more busier so Excited for that. Um, Also, if you guys did miss this Monday's past edition of Notorious Unscripted, you can now find that on all platforms. Uh, Does AEW know the difference between long-term booking and confusing booking? You can find that now, like I said, on all platforms. You can find the podcast on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, you come join us. Right after Monday Night Raw, each Monday, um, and hear us talk about the week of wrestling, man. So, yeah, yeah, like I said, you can now find that, um, on all platforms. And, yeah, uh, we're gonna start off with, uh, one of the big stories that's in the thumbnail. I completely forgot about this story. Uh, I guess that just goes to show how Mm -hmm. irrelevant this is. But, um, this came out literally Saturday. All this news broke. Uh, all this news broke about about WWE and them uh, opening their forbidden door if you will uh, with with uh, impact wrestling. Uh, this all broke Saturday um, as that fr- uh, last Friday they announced Mickey James and uh, Mickey James for the, uh the royal rumble and then it came out that you know wwe and impact or having a working relationship or whatever so uh yeah we all know wwe hearing that was kind of very odd uh i, I mean yeah. you could definitely tell what i think about it by the, by the thumbnail uh they we'll get to it in a second man but uh Ringside News asked around about Mickey James coming back for the Royal Rumble match. She was also asked about the conspiracy that is becoming far too popular online, which says WWE is working with Impact Wrestling to slight AEW. Uh, we were told that the conspiracy theory of WWE working with Impact Wrestling to get back at AEW is not accurate. WWE's deal with Impact came along for much different reasons. A tenured member of the team told us that we need 30 women for the Rumble. Mickey left on bad terms with the whole Mark Carano thing, so Laurinaitis reached out to her in the Rumble. She told him she's under contract to Impact. That's not an issue anymore. We were told that Vince doesn't care, and he even Hmm. okayed mentioning Impact on air as a part of the deal. At this point, there are no borders. It seems that the forbidden door, it's it seems that the forbidden door that nobody thought would be open has finally cracked. We will we will have to see how often WWE brings in contracted talent uh, from other companies, but is not a deal breaker anymore. Um, yeah, and then Steve Car- Carrier of of Ringside News tweeted out: Mickey James is coming back for the Royal Rumble." which is an example of a big changing policy in WWE. We were told that when Laurinaitis reached out for her to be in the Rumble, she told them she's under contract to Impact. Source said, that's not an issue anymore. No borders. Okay. Oh. Well, first things first. I, a lot of people lost respect for Mickey James. She went out and uh, she tried to almost make everybody feel bad for her as for to what happened she wanted yeah. to change women's wrestling and this and that she went in she went in uh put together she went to put together a whole show uh with NWA and Tony Khan actually helped finance that show and Mickey James just goes back she went out she said all that how she felt disrespected and did you know all this this that whole nine yards with feeling disrespected towards wwe and all for her to just go back for the royal rumble um yeah man what do you think about this mickey james situation before we get on to this uh WWE opening the forbidden door, but yeah, Mickey James, the Mickey James going back is only a small piece of the pie. Um, but yeah, I, I told I think this is bullshit. Um, exactly. She, you can't. Nobody, you know. I see this comparison being thrown around a lot, and it's it couldn't be more true. The reason nobody hated on Samoa Joe for going back was because he didn't come out and say. I felt disrespected. Fuck exactly. Fuck this company. You know they treated me like shit. You know this and that. He didn't do any of that. And with Mickey James, it's it's the complete opposite. She went out. You know she says she feels disrespected and she felt disrespected by the company and and uh, women's wrestling and stuff like that. And then she goes and does a whole show. Uh, for it and then just goes back just because and uh, that's that's mm. incredibly incredibly uh two-faced if you ask me man so exactly, um, man. yeah man what do you like, think about this situation
2: i have heard it was mostly like jokes but I, I can see it it was revealed today that like AEW really doesn't care for nick aldis at all to like do anything with them And a lot of people are saying, like, that might be the reason, one of the real reasons she's trashing the AEW like she was. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you don't want to work with Nick? Alright. But, um, it's just hypocritical as fuck, bro. You're always talking about women's wrestling that, women's wrestling this. You go to make a women's wrestling pay-per-view, you can't pay for them. You can't pay them. So, Tony Khan not only sent six, six women over there to on the show, but he helps pay for it all. And you go and start liking tweets about for door was never for the women, I guess. How many times did we see fucking the NWA women's champion or fucking this Yeah, you know I mean? It it's just that sellout mentality that certain people have been showing lately in the past like three years, man, but it's nothing but that, it's nothing but a nothing to WW and We'll, uh, I'll get to the next part I was going to say and after we talked about the WWE side of it, but it's she's just uh, um, I don't know how to fucking describe it she, they just need her for the Rumble she's acting like she's about to do both 24-7 She's she doesn't get it and then once the Rumble's over with and they want nothing to do with the impact she's going to be complaining again
1: watch yep, yep. Exactly, man. But this sparked a multitude of of uh, rumors. Um, uh, I I've been hearing the past couple days that WWE's saving a spot in the Men's Royal Rumble for an Impact guy. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to know that if WWE ever, for whatever reason, started bringing in talent from another promotion. Your favorites on Impact Wrestling will be buried. They will be buried oh. without a, a second thought, man. They I kept There's seeing
2: Jeff everybody
1: Yeah, I kept seeing everybody say, "Oh, wow, we're going to get Moose versus Roman Reigns." Who the fuck wants to see that? Who, who the
2: who, hell? Moose, um, apparently. Apparently the man wants to get pinned.
1: The only people that want to see that are people that work for WWE, and they do this every time. The people that work for WWE, the talent, that are trying to give themselves false hope about getting excited for something. Remember when they did that with New Japan, and they mm-hmm. were out there tweeting, and they were all so hype, and then nothing ever happened? Like, oh, we're going to get to see G.O.D. versus Usos. Yeah, had Drew McIntyre calling out Okada, and nothing ever happened. It's like... nothing. It, I don't know, how man. It, it, I don't
2: yeah. know how they fall for that.
1: Exactly, bro. That that is that is WWE. The, the only people that are excited about uh, that partnership are people in WWE who are trying to give themselves false hope about this place getting exciting. But exactly. Also, like I was getting at before, I want you guys to know, WWE never will play well with others. WWE mm-hmm. WWE never will. WWE was reaching out. This shit. We we were we were talking to, to somebody in, in the live chat the other day. Somebody was saying. Somebody was saying. Oh, Chris Jericho is gonna be in the Royal Rumble. WWE reached out to AEW to get some of their talent to to get AEW talent to do docs. Um, I'm assuming like sit down sit down interviews or whatever for like documentaries that guaranteed i, I and i'll and i'll 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 admit if it ever happens i'll eat my words bro but that is not going to amount to shit because no. tony khan knows if he sends a guy over there to lose you think wwe's going to send a guy over there to lose well they nope. might but it'll be mad cat moss yeah you know what i mean the wwe wwe just doesn't play well with others and it's it's never gonna end good vince mcmahon vince mcmahon has been stuck in this way for so long he he is not changing he's acting like he's changing because there is a women's royal rumble that needs 30 women and you don't have 30 women so so
2: they got no other choice man
1: exactly bro wwe man they 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 don't play well with others now they're trying to be cool and be hip and act like all the cool kids uh and work with other companies but this is not wwe wwe is not there's been multiple times where it's almost gonna happen and it never happens never nothing's this. ever close to happening with with this exactly. fucking company yeah. man um yeah. But yeah, they and even if they do work with AEW guys for for documentaries, there are people that would do it for sure because like I told you guys I think last week WWE has their whole Peacock deal they need to they need to, you know, uphold and they need content. But then there are also a number of guys that won't do it. You know what I mean? And yeah. the only thing I'm genuinely interested in seeing AEW talent go over to do some kind of WWE product for. There's one show, the Stone Cold Broken Skull section, because those are always top tier. Those are some of the best sit-down interviews you can watch in wrestling, uh, for sure. So, I was going to say Mox. I can only, yeah, unfortunately, I can only see these idiots getting, uh, I can only see them wanting, yeah, Brian, uh, not even, oh, not even punk. Not even punk. No, Mox. Um well we already seen Love Jericho. Them. Maybe Adam Cole. They do guys like them.
2: that.
1: They... I think he was yeah, already exactly. on one of those. I think he probably he, was. I think Mark Henry was as well. Uh it guys uh, like that. The the big name.
3: Exactly.
1: Adam Cole, uh Mox, Brian. The big names that were ex WWE stars and WWE kinda thought of them as bigger stars well maybe not adam cole at that point so uh but yeah that's the only thing i could see them for and that's genuinely the only thing the only thing that i can uh that that i would that i would be interested in seeing um uh another thing i'd be interested in seeing actually uh, here i am giving wwe a free great idea you know how they do the ruthless aggression you know, series, and it's like a timeline to the Ruthless Aggression era, and each episode is a, is a is a. It's each episode is like on a different talent and like their experience oh, through shit. the Ruthless Aggression era. It's really good. I have to watch season two, but what I would like to see is a NXT Golden Era documentary. That'd be dope. And each episode, really you do an episode on the UE. You do an episode on Gargano. You do an episode on Champa, Black, uh, Sanity. And just run us through the whole thing. Balor, uh, Zayn. Run us through the whole thing and do something like that. I'd be interested in seeing that as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's WWE saying this there's no something. borders. Yeah, there's no borders in January because you need a Royal Rumble match.
2: And the only reason are even willing to work with impact is because their fans the casuals and wwe marks they're not gonna go watch impact so they could put these impact people on their show You're like okay they're not gonna go watch it they don't like them but if they put aw company like aw a lot of those fans will be like well maybe maybe i'll go watch it for see how it is you know what i mean no no Hardcore WWE fan and definitely no casual is peeping over to Impact bruh and they know it and Impact thinks it's the opposite bruh so hope hope the deal works out man. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely, bruh. Um Yeah, uh also speaking of Impact Wrestling Tom Hannafin AKA, or FKA, formerly known as Tom Phillips, has joined the Impact Wrestling announce team and will be making his debut at Impact's Hard to Kill. Hard to Kill already happened. I'm sure he did a great job. Uh, Good for him. Good for him. (laughs) He was uh, shafted from WWE for God knows what reason. Um, And I'm sure he'll make a great addition to any... Any uh, pro wrestling um, announced yeah. booth that he steps onto, man. So, um,
2: and I always heard that impacts announced uh, commentators were ass. I've always heard that shit. Yeah. So hopefully you yeah. can improve them. Yeah. And they. Hopefully he's not they fucking
1: anybody. Yeah. They. They let go of. They let go of uh, Matt Striker, and they mm. kept D'Lo Brown, and I don't know. I don't know why. Well, I don't watch Impact, so I don't know if Matt Striker is bad. But from what I remember of Matt Striker, he was pretty good. Um, he was pretty good. I would have did him and uh, him him and Tom Phillips on uh, mm. on the booth, but they have Tom and D'Lo Brown. He was actually on Oral Sessions, uh, Phillips, and I was listening to it, and he was explaining to Renee Young how he always liked the. Uh, he always liked the um, the two man booths. Uh, yeah. Over, he was uh, telling he was telling her how uh, he doesn't really like uh, you know when he did the three man or, or or the four man or fucking whatever WWE had him do. They probably had him do like a ten man before ten man fucking probably. commentary. Uh, yeah, I man. Think, but well, didn't uh-huh.
2: it for like uh, Survivor Series one year, they had the four man or something. I remember one show. Yeah. Or yeah. One of the shows they did 4 the man. Yeah. Oh. oh. God.
1: Hmm. Early 2017 SmackDown. When oh, it was yeah. Morrow, JBL, Byron, and David Otunga, I think. <laughs> or no, oh, it was man. Phillips and David Otunga.
2: It was Phillips, yeah. God.
1: How the hell do they sit all crammed together like that? Like, can you imagine the two dudes that are in the middle? And oh, they got, so and they got no fucking space whatsoever. And then the guys on the okay. end, their fucking legs are hanging out from behind the table. They, nobody can fit. You could barely fucking talk on screen because there's four of you. That's ridiculous, like, man. I don't know whose idea shirt. that is, for for sure, that's man. Sweater. For sure. We got Durante McDaniel back again in the chat. What is going oh, on, yeah. man? I see you're going crazy. We need Bleach to watch WWE television. Absolutely. Lita is on Smackdown tonight. Is she? I did not know that. God bless. Yeah. yeah. Fuck the women's Royal Rumble for sure. For sure. Oh, truly. She says, I can't fucking wait for people to bitch and complain about Moose not being in the Royal Rumble. And I can't fucking wait. I'll be here doing this with laughing emojis absolutely moose bruh or whoever impact has to offer your favorites on impact wrestling whoever they may be wwe does not give a single shit about them at all at all man so yeah they will be buried wwe is showing us time and time again they don't they don't give a fuck about other people uh other people's talent so yeah man um yeah so that is uh that is uh that yeah that's that's the news i th- believe that's all the news we have for impact uh tom phillips man the newest member of the um impact wrestling announced team so yeah i'm sure he'll, good i'm sure him. he'll do fine yeah for sure good for him um <sighs> brody king brody fucking king Finally,
2: fucking finally,
1: debuts for AEW this past Wednesday. We're going to talk all about it on Monday, but Brody King is official with AEW, man. It is official. He is all elite. Brody Lee have, AEW have officially announced the signing of Brody King. Did I say Brody Lee? Uh has officially announced the signing of brody king after he made his debut on last night's episode of dynamite by helping malachi black so aew have made it official brody king is officially on board and the house of black is is uh, uh actually has some wheels to it now it's not just malachi black so yeah man yeah, super pumped, super and pumped for this. He's gonna do great. Um, I'm glad they finally did it. I'm glad they finally did
2: hell it, yeah, bro. Hell yeah, man. Good for him, man. Finally did it. And speaking of the House of Black, have you seen what like the details about that Pox segment? When no,
1: no, I, I haven't.
2: Was holding those like cards. Justice Malachi Black. A couple of do- a couple like. I don't know when, I, I just saw it on uh, his Instagram story, he posted those same type of cards. So, a lot of people are saying, could Pac go to the House of Black? That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool, man. But, I want Pac Solo. That's personally what I want, but I'd be down.
1: Yeah. Um. Either way... The death triangle has failed. Either way, Needs to end. Uh, exactly. it, 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 it failed.
2: This shit sucks.
1: It, it does. It does. Very much so. Uh, either way, it failed. Personally, what I would like to see, I've been saying this shit for months. Pac is a loner. He worked best when he was alone. Uh, you could just tell by his work when he was the cruiserweight champ in um, WWE as the king the king of the cruiserweights he was uh he was great you know what i mean there was uh the that was that was the best version of of Pac we've ever seen is uh the king the oh, king yeah. of the cruiserweights and you know i remember back for from black's uh original uh kind of vignettes too when he was in the feud with cody yeah i remember he always had the the tarot cards or whatever they're called yeah. um in his in his hands and Pac was holding the one uh, on his segment, so that's that's one thing I, I mentioned to you a, a couple days ago in private. Is like uh, after I think it was after Dynamite when we were talking about it. I think Black or uh, sorry, I think Pac, I think Pac could potentially be be joining this group. I mean, it was very cryptic. It was very I I when I was live tweeting, I even. Gave out the um, yeah. the the reference Paris, to yeah. Yeah. to uh, the old original Alistair Black uh, vignettes. How he was sitting, uh, he was sitting, and it looked like Pac was sitting crisscross. He was sitting uh, uh, with all the candles behind him, and it just looked very. It looked just very uh, very Alistair Black type of yeah. type of uh, vignette. So. He could possibly be in that group. I would be down for it. With that, though, the AEW needs to move it along with these trios titles because Maybe. if you're going to add another faction to this show, mm-hmm. Sir Kay said this. I can't remember if it was on scripted or news, but he said, mm-hmm. I know he said this. I, ha- I have the, the clip in my phone. I'll upload that for you guys uh, within the coming days, but... He said, uh, you said the other week that Trio's titles need to be in place because it will better organize the roster than a TBS well, mid card woman's title would. Um, exactly. And, and, and you're absolutely correct. And with the addition of another group, and then you got to think is Wyndham going to come in with a group? So that's yet exactly. again another faction. That you have. So you have the inner circle, the pinnacle. You have the elite. You have the paragon. You have.
2: Uh, the best friends. Yeah, you have
1: that faction. fucking faction. You have whatever group. If Wyndham comes in with a group, you have that. You have the House of exactly. Black. That's like seven groups. And I'm sure I'm forgetting some. You have HFO. You know what I mean? That's eight. I've, I would never contemplate putting the titles on them but besides the point so if you want to do that man i i really think that you gotta you know kind of think about you know exactly what 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 the hell what are we doing for these groups other than putting them in just Mm -hmm. random group feuds you know what i mean uh because who knows man this feud with the elite versus the best friends, maybe if they had something to fight over, it would make a little more sense why it lasts this long. Guess, you exactly know what I mean? I'm should... sure I'm sure it'd still be trash, but besides the point.
2: But like, why do they keep going after? Why, why can't the best friends just fuck off at this point? What is the reason they're still walking up to them? I don't get it.
1: Beats me. God, I hate that
2: fucking group.
1: Oh, they're so trash, bro. They're so fucking horrible.
2: Um, Trent, Morita,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, so, uh, you know, you with the addition of what looks like another group, you you really are going to need these trios titles, man, and I really think we need to see them by the summer or all out or something like that. You need a something trios like championships, man, for sure.
2: You really do.
1: I'm tired of talking about this shit
2: Exactly. Like it's gonna
1: happen, and it never does. It you need to organize the show, man. You did not need a TB. If you need it, if you really wanted to have a TBS title, that is another mid card championship for the men.
2: Exactly, and that would have made whenever if they ever do a Survivor Series type show one day in the future. What's a better Survivor Series type match than the TBS versus the TNT champ? Come on, bro. Come yeah, on.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And exactly. it's the same
2: network, so any of them can win, and a network will be fine. That's the good thing about it. Mm-hmm. They could do brand-to-brand brand shit, and it's all the same network, so you could do this on this show. It's not like fucking WWE, where fucking all the networks hate them, because they can please nobody, and but they gotta please everybody at the same time.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired of talking about these championships like they exist and they don't. They they really need to. They really need to to get a move on here because these championships, with uh, as big as this roster is getting, you absolutely need them because there's just too much. There's too many factions. You need to. You need to. Organ. You know, organize them. You know, um, who's
2: a trio? Who's a tank team? Who singles? Exactly. 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Uh, That's other, another one. Like, there's so many.
1: Yeah. it's another one, man. So, with that, speaking of another man that could be coming into AEW, look, if I haven't, if if I've been excited the past couple weeks, and if I've been having false hope about uh, Tony Khan um, upset, thoroughly upsetting me on the January 5th edition of Dynamite. I thought that was going to be a way bigger show. If there's one show, because me and you've been saying lately we're not falling for this shit.
3: Mm-mm.
1: If there's one show he's got me hooked on, it's January 26th. I got to fall for that one. I have to. And Johnny Gargano. Obviously, that's the that's the the general Story. consensus here. Uh, Johnny Gargano will be making his AEW debut on January 26th in Cleveland on be- at Beach Break. So Johnny took to Twitter recently, and he said he mentioned it's not in this quote here. They only took out half of it, but he mentioned working out. While listening to wrestling music. And then he says. The itch. Is slowly starting to come back. Johnny Gargano teasing. Well look man. You got two weeks. You got two weeks man. For that itch to finally. Not be an itch anymore. Look man. Like I said. If there's one show. Tony Khan has me falling for. It is January 26th. Because we absolutely need to see Johnny Gargano in AEW at that point, and then, and then, I think at Revolution we will either see Keith Lee or Bray Wyatt. I think. Hey, I, I, I you say. know,
2: at this point, I really, I'm unsure if he's going if Johnny's gonna be. In Cleveland at a beach break. I'm not getting my hopes up for that one personally, man It's just not from AEW side right now. I feel like it's coming from Johnny's side right now I don't know if he just wants to instantly get back at it, man. I really don't but um and with Bray There's just something I don't see happening anytime soon. You know what I mean? Maybe double or nothing but,
1: that's what I've been thinking. I don't know. I could see. Abso- but, uh, I could I absolutely Keith see Keith Lee at Revolution.
2: Uh, that's who I think will be at Revolution. Is Keith Lee both Bray Wyatt, man? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's been, been weird lately. I don't know when he's gonna debut, if at all, in this early in the year, man. I do not. I'm unsure, man. I'm unsure, but and I'm unsure with Choddy on fucking. January, uh, whatever the fuck the date is for that one. Um, man, uh, I just don't know, bro. I really
1: don't know. Let's see. Wyatt, see, Wyatt, I feel, he's he's been out of the news for so long. He He is making everybody forget about him. And I think by the time Double or Nothing comes around, I think that's when we'll see him again. I think. I hope so. I want to say May, uh, because uh, well, March. I don't know. I can, I I see Bray at Double or Nothing. I guess saying revolution would just be wishful thinking, but I totally see Keith Lee wanting to instantly get right back into it. But Johnny Gargano, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, man, with this tweet <laughs> and, and just with them making beach break in Cleveland, of all shows, it's it's fishy, bro. It's fishy. It I mean,
2: is, I, because man. Cleveland doesn't even have a single beach.
1: Exactly, bro. And I... <laughs> and... I want I wanna see Gargano and ultimately I think we will see him. Uh he's such a a, a wrestling uh kind of guy. God. I think I, I yeah. feel like he I feel like he wants to get back. I think he's definitely going to I oh yeah, for sure. Uh but then the one thing you can't get your hopes up for is he's about to have a kid in February, I think.
2: Exactly.
1: I mean so. not like TK won't give him you know the time off or whatever uh no, maybe, but, may, but
2: i think he thinks it's more efficient, efficient to just wait till after going you know, on maternity leave would have happened and yeah. then come back i think quite that's his mentality right. right now
1: quite possibly but we'll just have to wait and see for beach break man it's either way it's 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 going it's going to be exciting, bro. It's going to be exciting, because uh, mm-hmm. we will eventually get him in AEW, no matter when it is. Well, we eventually. will eventually, 100%. for sure, get him in AEW. Um, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, more more WWE news, I guess. More WWE news. Oh yeah, I seen this in the news the other day. Biggie isn't happy with his WWE title run. I oh. laugh at all the people that genuinely liked it. Jesus. Uh, MLW suing WWE. Professional wrestling company Major League Wrestling filed a lawsuit against World Wrestling Entertainment. The federal ant- antitrust lawsuit is based on WWE's ongoing attempts to undermine competition and monopolize the professional wrestling market by interfering with MLW's contracts and business projects, as described in the complaint. WWE WWE pressured third parties to abandon contracts and and prospective relationships with a uh, with MLW. Fuck. WWE's miscontent or misconduct Jesus misconduct included disrupting disrupting every level of MLW's business, including a major streaming deal for MLW, which would have been transformative for the company. MLW also a gel a lead oh my god. <laughs> w- MLW MLW also allege in the complaint that in early 2021 after MLW announced that it was in talks with Vice TV to air MLW programs on Vice, a then-WWE executive warned Vice that the owner, Vince McMahon, was pissed that Vice was airing MLW programs and that Vice TV should stop working with MLW. The Vice TV executive responded that WWE's conduct was illegal and an antitrust violation with the WWE executive responding that he, that she could not control Vince McMahon.
2: Man, oh man.
1: Jesus. Unfortunately, WWE's guy, I don't remember his name. Um, WWE's dude wins them everything. Um, exactly. Unfortunately, <laughs> they will fucking find some way to get out of this. Vince McMahon just continues to pile on illegal shit that he does. Yep. And nobody fucking bats an eye towards it. And it is quite ridiculous the amount of shit this old fuck gets away with on the day-to-day basis, bro. This dude... Exactly. Oh, my God, man. I mean, he... <sighs> Like, I don't, I don't know, bro.
2: When, mm-hmm. when this story dropped, bruh, everybody was shitting on MLW, because apparently it's a impact oppression type deal for MLW where they can't really pay people and shit. But um, that's all people were talking about when they saw this story. Like, can you not see the fucked up shit that's going on here? Yeah, kind of. It's fucked up that they can't pay their guys. You know what I mean? But it's, I wonder why. I wonder why they can't pay nobody. TV deals are getting interrupted, bruh. That's some illegal ass shit, bruh. Vince, no one talks about it, and he's just gonna keep getting away with it, bro. Sadly, they're gonna win the lawsuit, man. We all know it. And just another case of doing illegal shit and getting away with it, bruh. And I wonder what's next. Yeah. Imagine if TK did that, bruh. That man's mm. head would be on a stake.
1: And people would be saying... He's no better than Vince. He's yeah, okay. No better?
2: All praises than Vince. Oh, he's a great mind. He's, he's Vince McMahon. Oh, God. He's a genius. Kill me. Yeah, genius fucking, fucking villain. Or was just straight up doing illegal shit? Shit ain't right.
1: Yeah, man. And... Oh. Another faction we forgot to mention. The Dark Order. Oh, my God. (laughs) And with that, Bray Wyatt will not take over leadership of the Dark Order. John Silver recently talked to Barstool Rasslin' podcast. Silver addressed the endless guessing about who will take over the Dark Order. John says, nobody has been right so far. And I quote, here we go. I hate that so much. We get tweets all the time for a while. Like, it was like anyone who got released from WWE was going to be be the next leader. So I would just make tweets like, oh, I guess Adam Cole is the next leader of the Dark Order. Anyone that doesn't make sense, oh, oh, it's going to be Bray Wyatt, right? No, it's not. End quote. First of all...
2: First of all, they get so salty.
1: Anyone that doesn't make sense, and then you proceed to mention Wyndham?
3: Probably what? If
1: there was a guy... I don't want to see him lead the Dark Order, personally. I don't want to see it. Don't dump that bullshit off on him, because he dealt with bullshit for so long and trying to make things that were never going to work, work. You need to break this group up. Evil Uno... you need to uh, you evil Uno and Stu Grayson and somebody not Bray would be fantastic um that would be amazing. as that would be a great trio i think uh Uno Grayson and i don't really know I mean, who you could put in that role uh,
2: if anything angels would probably go on like that Guevara side of the business, of the company you know what i mean
1: no oh, well, yeah he
2: fits uh, there me that
1: I could see. I know if you didn't dark order, if you dis dark ordered him and made him look like an actual human being, you, I know he's great. I know his best friend is Wardlow. I know that. Oh, um, okay. So you have that. Great he kind of looks like a little bit of a jock. So I'm sure you could kind of put does. him in one of those like uh, upper Versus class dude. Thing? Yeah. He. Yeah. He. Yeah. Maybe. That'd be a good one, get but out? regardless, uh, Silver and Reynolds could just go be a comedy relief.
2: You know what they could do? If you want a good comedy relief trio, fuck the best friends, Orange Cassidy, Silver, Reynolds. That's a good comedy trio. Yeah, I like that. Because the best uh, friends are not funny. funny in the fucking, uh, bro. Oh, I hate that group, man. I hate them. But they don't gel well good.
1: with Orange Cassidy at all.
2: No, they, know. they don't. They're just, they're just guys. There's nothing unique or special about them. They're yeah. like pre, uh, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky. They're just guys. <laughs> they're just here. You yeah. know what I mean, but, like, oh, break the dog.
1: You up. could put ten with mm-hmm. uh the men of the year and have them kind of like Ooh. mentor him.
2: That'd be pretty good. That'd be you know what I mean,
1: but anyway, back Tomorrow's to what he said.
2: Go oh yeah, yeah, he's
1: gotta he's he gotta, gotta go, go work for line. the Daily Bugle to pay his fucking he's rent.
2: Although the way he can be the best fucking Mister Dolcovich. Craven Hunter, the like, like gimmick. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he says, um yeah, so anyway anyone that doesn't make sense. Oh, it's going to be Bray Wyatt, right? No, it's not. And like I just said, I don't want to see Wyndham do it. Don't dump that no. off on him. But you proceed what? to say anyone that doesn't make sense. And then right after that, you say you the first name you mention is Bray. Bray like, out of anybody on the planet makes the most sense to
2: Exactly. You know what the I only mean? One. That could make sense. That isn't fucking in Puerto Rico. Uh, he's in the U.S. now, but he's the only other one that would make sense. Other than that, split the fucking group up. You guys. They're so salty with that type of shit, bro. Like, they, they don't are. understand. This was not what Brody would have wanted. He wouldn't no. have wanted this group to stay together this long while still doing nothing. He would have wanted them to go on their own and do different shit, man. Yeah, they just they just can't let go, man. They just can't.
1: They can't, bro. They need, they need a fucking leader, or they need a heel turn. They need can't, something. They need to
2: stay this forever.
1: They, yes, they need a heel turn and a leader. That is what they, they really need. Do. They need you know, somebody who can whip them all into shape.
2: Although I do prefer Pac on his own, him,
1: Uno, and Grayson.
2: Might not be too bad.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that. Because he
2: always rocked that purple. You know, you've mm-hmm. been known in that purple. Well, I think that could be good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was could thinking about him. Put some
2: legitimacy with them.
1: Um, I don't um, know
2: if we can put those two. Maybe you could just keep them as a tag team.
1: They're great as a tag team. They're they don't let them wrestle team. enough.
2: Exactly. They're. They're... I don't just keep him as a tag team unless someone comes in. That's perfect, you know what
1: I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. but... John Silverman. Mm-hmm. man. John... <laughs> <sighs>
2: Hell no, nah, bro.
1: I mean, he's somebody serious, but he... he... I mean, for the... Mm. For the serious part, uh, I could see him filling that void, but the uh, guy can't wrestle. The guy just God can't hell wrestle. Love him. Uh, Kill me. I would say Rowan, but I don't really see him as like a leader.
2: No. I, Rowan is. I him Rowan him is
1: another guy. Street. Yeah, Rowan is another guy that makes all the sense in the world, but I just don't see him being a leader. Just, no. He just makes sense because of how close he was to Brody.
2: Exactly, you know, that would make sense. But other than that, I think he likes what he's doing now.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, man, the Dark Order, bro. I don't know, John Silver, man. I don't know why. I don't know why this group gets so salty when talking about a leader like, you know, damn fucking well, Brody Lee would not. Brody Lee is looking down on this group, saying, "What the fuck is this shit? This is exactly. horrible." Why are they still together? Bro.
2: Why are they still doing the same thing we were doing in 2019? In
1: late 2019? Like... Oh, man. This group, man, has just been stagnant, bro.
2: It really has been.
1: It's just... It's it's not good, man. This group needs to... This group needs to open their eyes to a new... to, To a... And look, if they don't want a leader... If they feel so much against you know uh getting a new leader just break the fucking group up exactly bro and, and then, bro. then when oh,
2: shit, man.
1: it would be even it would be even cooler man if the group broke up and then when Brody Lee Jr. was you know wrestling oh, yeah and he it would be even cooler if he revive the dark order and exactly. made his own new dark order that'd be Bring dope
2: together that'd be some cool shit
1: that'd be dope but as far as this version of the dark order these guys need to get a heel turn and a leader or they need to break up because this shit is just exactly. horrible and then you're getting salty at the fact of uh the possibility of Wyndham, of all people being your leader like you don't think you you don't think you'd be fucking more than blessed to have that man as the leader of your group.
2: Exactly. The fuck?
1: <sighs> this ridiculous, sense, man. man. This group, this group is, is just gonna stay this way forever if they stay in this mentality. And that's not good for them or the group or the show. Uh, because What's the Dark out? Order are trash, bro. <clears throat> They're fucking they trash. They really Okay. Injuries. Injuries, injuries, injuries. Mm -hmm. We all hate them.
2: Exactly. We
1: got three. (laughs) And they're all on SmackDown. Fuck. (laughs) Sasha Banks expected to be out of action for six to eight weeks with a foot injury. (sighs) Damn. WWE lost tony storm they i believe have no baby faces on this show uh no okay. good baby face women on yeah. this show uh you have uh shotty who could have been one but they had to turn her heel for whatever reason um released
2: tegan Nox.
1: <laughs> yeah you released tegan knox wasn't she on raw
2: i think she was on raw actually in her last like Oh, oh
1: yeah, because they split up her and and Shotzi
2: in the draft, um, and then just released her.
1: Um, Charlotte, who is a heel and also unbearable. Um yep. Yeah, that
2: I, that dude. I can tell you well on SmackDown. Naomi. It... Oh yeah, Naomi. I think she's the only babyface.
1: I think so. I, I guess that's so. all you got to use now.
2: <laughs> I can't oh, man. wait this? Isn't Carmella Oh wait, she's a heel, so it's She's on Raw,
3: yeah.
2: Oh shit. Damn. <laughs> Dude, they literally have one baby face on on SmackDown now. God man. God. What is this woman's division, man?
1: Yeah. So Sasha Banks is out for six to eight weeks, man. And this is not good. She's going to miss the Royal Rumble. That's actually surprisingly probably a good thing. Um for her, yeah. For a uh, good thing for her because you don't want to be fucking uh, wrestling Summer Rae and Kelly Kelly. Oh.
2: oh, man. Too bad I don't know if I can wrestle Sonny. I love to see her in that. Too bad her ass is locked up. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, man, injuries suck. Sasha is one of those people that will probably be back, and I say like six, five, five to six weeks, man. She's, she's one of those that could just get it done and just do it, kind of like a champ, man. But it it still sucks, man, especially when they have no other baby faces except one, literally one.
1: <sighs> With that, Burger King, Xavier Woods. Yeah, oh, God. Uh, Whatever this man is, he is not king of the ring. So we're going to call him the Burger King because Damn. he is out also for six to eight weeks with an injury. Uh, It does not detail here what his injury is. But again, another guy out for six to eight weeks. God with an injury, man. bruh, so... That's another one you got that's out. Um, not like he was, uh... Doing anything. Yeah, not like he was he was doing anything anything anyway, but, um... But
2: still fucked, man. At, at least he's not just Cannon Father in the rumble anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Gotta
2: go over. The rope, and... definitely not going over.
1: Yeah, exactly, bruh. Um... Then, for the last one, I could have swore I saved this article. It is. Jesus. I swore I saved this. Here it is Drew McIntyre. Good okay. Lord.
2: And him and his spine. Spine fracture? Oh, wait, no, not spine fracture. Fucking, what was it, nerval spine something?
1: Uh, some spine nerves, they said. Neck. Oh, okay, yeah, Cervical neck strain or something like that. Yeah,
2: cervical neck strain. Or
1: something like that. So, <laughs> it seems like that's actually a thing. Uh, And this is not good news for... For for WWE because this guy, this guy, we all know how WWE treats neck issues. Uh, We probably won't see Drew McIntyre in a ring for like 10 years. Uh, Probably. But WWE, man, WWE have released and slimmed down their roster so much. When a guy like Drew goes out, you are fucked bad because
2: that's a whole summer feud gone
1: because I was going to say because after Lesnar when it's time to put uh, Roman Reigns in a feud going into SummerSlam and your original plan is Drew McIntyre and now you don't have that who in who on God's green earth this man is already facing a Raw superstar at the Royal Rumble.
2: Exactly. Ooh, no uh, who in the fuck... Who could you even pull from Raw? Omo? Like, <laughs> AJ? AJ, I guess. He's probably the only option you have. Really.
1: Probably. Quite possibly. Yeah, I would say so. Uh... Yeah, man, so Drew McIntyre, good lord. God. Drew McIntyre was written off WWE television after getting... Okay, Drew McIntyre may have wrote this article. Listen to this. Oh, God. Drew McIntyre was written off WWE TV after getting brutally assaulted at the hands of Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss (laughs) at WWE Day 1. They pilmanized his neck. <laughs> then WWE confirmed his injury. The company then announced McIntyre suffered injuries, but the actual injuries were not disclosed at this time. As reported earlier, Drew McIntyre is out of action with a neck injury.
3: Hmm.
2: I'm going to look that um, word up. Pilmanize. that how you fucking... Yeah. How do you spell that shit?
1: P-I-L-L-M-A-N-I-Z-E-D.
2: Pill my eyes. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, it's a wrestling term. A professional wrestling term refers to placing an opponent's limb inside a full... Oh, that's what that fucking... That's the technical name for that shit? What? Is when they put, like, your limb inside a steel chair and stomp on it? Pil- oh, because oh, Brian Pillman did that shit. Uh, it was named after him.
1: That's cool. Oh how
2: the fucking <laughs> the e- sentence example in Urban Dictionary is triple H try to Pillmanize Benoit's knee inside that steel chair made in 2006. Goddamn, they need to update that. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Goddamn, um, I
2: didn't know that shit was called that. I didn't know that guy, was named
1: after Brian Pillman.
2: I never knew that.
1: Yeah, man. So, uh, Drew McIntyre is out of action with a neck injury. He recently underwent medical tests on his neck as well. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, I keep yawning. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the Scottish Warrior is expected to miss out on the Royal Rumble. The belief is that Drew McIntyre will return in time for WrestleMania 38, which takes place on April 2nd and 3rd. WWE also had major plans for Drew McIntyre prior to his injury. We will have to see what they have planned for Drew McIntyre once he returns. Well, it's not Roman Reigns. Uh, It's your big plan to have a handicap match at WrestleMania with him and Happy Corbin. I don't know what the hell you have in, in place for Drew McIntyre. Uh, because ever since this man has been on SmackDown, you've done absolutely nothing with him. Nothing. Um, literally. Yeah, and then I also seen a report too that he was—he uh, is still walking around with a neck brace, man. So I hope his oh, neck is okay. That sucks. That
2: good. That yeah. really sucks. I mean, yeah. Hopefully
1: really he could be back in time, man. But uh, if he's not. Is what it is, man. I, his health is, is, is definitely more important. So more important and, and, definitely, yeah, man. And a neck injury is no joke. Is no joke. Exactly. Man. So yeah, best of luck to Drew McIntyre, Xavier Woods, and Sasha Banks, man. So
2: Truly, man.
1: Yeah, man. Speaking of people, yeah. uh speaking of injuries, we actually are going to flip over to the other side of the coin. WWE clears Corey Graves to return to in-ring action. WWE announcer Corey Graves has medically been cleared to wrestle again, according to fightful Sean Ross Sapp. Graves hasn't wrestled in a match since March 2014. WWE <clears throat> announced later that year he was retiring because of some issues stemming from the concussions he had suffered throughout his in-ring career. The timing of his retirement meant he was unable to enjoy NXT's rise as a member of the active roster. Instead, he thrived in the announce booth and became one of the the brand's signature voices. Brian Danielson, Edge, and Christian Cage have all returned after what were originally thought to be career-ending injuries. It will be interesting to see where Graves enters the picture as a wrestler. Prior to signing with WWE, he cut his teeth on the independent circuit, um, and likely would have continued climbing the, through the ranks of NXT and the main roster, uh, if not if if not for his abrupt retirement.
2: You know it's crazy. What's that? If <clears throat> he never got injured and he kept wrestling, he might have made it through 2018 NXT. But he'd probably be an AW right now. <laughs> We're preparing to be. Or already have been. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Possibly. Crazy.
1: For sure. For but, sure.
2: You know... I I remember hearing that he was good. And I remember seeing his entrance and... My God, please bring back... Chris Control as his fucking name song if he is coming back. Please. That song is fire. Please. I, and, and the thing is... Could, that's
1: that's the killer for me. They won't.
2: They won't. They're going to use that fucking theme song they made them. Yep. Oh, God. Stay down. <laughs> uh, Bring back down. Christ
1: control, bruh. Jesus Please, Christ, bro. man.
2: Please, like, maybe this could be the turning point to where I don't find him the most fucking irritating person ever. Dude, maybe...
1: get him off the booth, bruh. Get him Please.
2: off. I... I just don't think he's cut out for it anymore. Not with the booth. I'm tired of hearing him fucking creaming over every woman he sees, man. I'm tired of his stupid fucking catchphrases. Just let him let him be a wrestler, bro. You need people on the roster, let him wrestle, man. Please let that man wrestle, bro. God. And I'm, but I'm scared. Who is going to take his place on commentary, bro? That's a
1: real question. See, if Corey Graves is cleared to wrestle, how far away are we from Byron Saxton being is, cleared to is wrestle? That,
2: is that why he's not wrestling? I thought I thought they should put him on commentary because he
1: sucked. I don't know. I actually don't know if he's injured. Uh if he's injured or not. I, I kinda just assumed that's why he's never wrestled because if I was him uh-huh.
0: and I, I was a wrestler,
1: left. I would have left. I mean I'm not gonna exactly. sit on fucking commentary for years and that's no, what Byron no, Saxon no, no. has done. That hey, dude is a uh, fucking dork.
2: Bro, I don't, he, I don't hate him anymore. I used to always hate him. <clears throat> He's a fucking dork, and it can be funny sometimes. If you got someone that he can mesh well with, it's hilarious seeing them call him a dork.
1: Bro, dude, <laughs> I'll never forget. When... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'll never <laughs> forget. <laughs> I'll never forget when Kofi Kingston won the fucking WWE oh championship my god, that man was crying he did it man he did, it, he did man.
0: it man bro I wish
2: they would have panned to his face <laughs>
0: oh my god
2: his bro. face is all just crunched up from crying and shit he uh,
0: fucking did it fuck. my
1: bad guy. he
0: fucking my did bad. it man he did it man
1: bro that it. was the funniest that was one of the funniest fucking takes I've I've ever, ever seen in my entire life, bruh. I swear to God. That was so so funny. Um, there was another time he was crying about something too. I, it might have been when when Woods won no, he's was it, it was, was
2: Biggie won.
1: It might have been. I think he, it
2: might have. Oh or god. Was it? <laughs> it was some victory that he did it again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bro he sounds like Cody, bro oh my god <laughs> just fucking crying bro he's such a dork he's such bro, a dork he's
2: funny as hell bro he, he really is
1: he hasn't reached the level of michael cole funny
2: he's yet. not but i can see him getting there when he's but older it, yeah you know i mean
1: yeah but as he gets older bro if this man keeps crying about shit I could totally, I could, to, I could, bro, I could totally see his ass, rich and Michael call funny, but in terms of calling matches, this dude don't know a fucking, this oh dude God, don't, know, don't know, know a wrist lock shit. from a wrist watch, bro. bro just he be saying shit, bro. He just says, he just talks about their character, like
2: he. It's like me, and fucking my 2K commentary back in my universe, mode. <laughs> He's ready. <laughs> like, he,
1: bro, he, like, bro, I swear to God, the whole time the heels in the ring, he's just talking about how much of a piece of shit they are.
2: That's all he talks about. <laughs> These actions of
1: hers yeah. are not good as of late. <laughs> She's a horrible person. And like,
2: you not be doing that. That is not the way things go. He is, bro, awful, is, bro. Bro. He is fucking he's... awful,
1: bro. This dude can't call a move to save his life. Um, Hell nah, bro. Hell nah. Oh god. Dewdrop just hates Bianca. He just points out obvious shit and it's it's ones, fucking um, horrible. But
2: He's like, you know how like kid shows there's that voice that explains everything. Yeah. It's behind you. At that's that's Byron Saxton as a person. She's beating her up. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I'm but fucking looking at that.
1: But surprisingly, he is the most bearable one on the Monday oh Night God. Raw, on the oh, Monday yeah. Night Raw commentary Jimmy
2: Smith. booth. Jimmy
1: Smith. Is he the other one? He's just, I, I just, I just don't find him very good, man.
2: Oh, I, he's I, I just. just bear. He he's. He could be there, and he, if he wasn't, it would really make no difference. It's like one of those situations.
1: Yeah, it's where
2: nothing special, but there's nothing bad about him at the same time. He's, he's
1: just there. He's better than Adnan Verk.
2: He is, I but he that. just
1: doesn't have anything like to him. The there's, there's nothing. There's just nothing to him. There's no, genuinely exactly. just nothing to him, man. So, uh, and Corey Graves, Corey. I mean, if you guys been watching Unscripted. Corey fucking Graves just fucking sucks, man. In in in, in the booth, bro. Like he really not knows. at all the Corey Graves that I remember, bro. At one time yeah. this dude is my favorite commentator in WB. Yeah. Um bullshit. fresh off his NXT run, you know, I thought he was great, I thought he was cool, he was he was edgy, he, he was he was incredible. He's and smart. man, you talk about him nowadays, I cannot tell you guys enough. How much I fucking hate when Becky Lynch comes out because I know the shit that's about to come out of his mouth is is just gonna piss me off. And I'm not even gonna say it because it fucking it irks me. His lying every Monday, but then it always it always makes it better when Byron goes, "She just cheats to win everything," and he gets all upset. Bro. He just gets all upset,
2: starts fucking trashing her. Uh, she. She always cheats to win, man. She did it
3: last night, man. Like he No shit, Byron.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Says man after every fucking sentence, bro. Come on, man. Can we do this, man? (laughs) It's good, man. It's fucking Byron, bro.
1: Yeah, man. But, yeah, hopefully Corey Graves can not be in the commentary role. Because... Hopefully. Ever since that shit that happened with Mauro Ronaldo I think a lot of people lost oh, yeah. a lot of respect for Corey. Um, oh, 100%. Because I definitely did. You were Oh, absolutely. I I haven't looked at him the same way since that to be honest, making Damn. jokes about Mauro's hip-hop references. Like, listen, some of the shit Mauro Ronaldo has said is undefeated, bro. Undefeated. Bro, mm, what you bro? You can't beat that. You don't want no problem, want no problem with Lee. That is fucking, so, um, bro. Are you kidding me right now? That is undefeated. Shit, that is so so heat, bro. And then, if you guys aren't if you guys aren't from uh, if you guys aren't from Chicago or listen to Chance the Rapper, if you guys don't know who Chance the Rapper is, he has a song called No Problem. Go listen to No Problem. Says you don't want no problem, want yeah, no definitely. problem with Lee or with me, oh, man. and and Morrow turn that into you don't want no problem with Lee. That is so fucking yeah, cold, no. bro. Morrow um, Ronaldo, bro. Morrow's Morrow's the goat. Morrow's the goat, man. He he really he's is. he's just incredible, bro. And Corey Graves, I never said no shit like that in his life, bro. The, all this man has to say. To, all this man has to say to justify how horrible he is, is welcome to the big time every Monday. That is the worst on-air line they say weekly in WWE. Welcome it to the
2: horrible. big time.
1: It is horrible.
2: Cincinnati. Welcome to the big time. Smackdown. Uh, Whatever. Day one. What, 20, oh, I didn't even watch day one like that. So I didn't catch it. I bet Monday. That my motherfucker said, 2022, yep. welcome a little bit. I God bet he said it. that shit. That's
1: exactly what he said. I remember. <laughs> that is literally exactly what he I remember I, I walked the <clears throat> fuck out the room, bruh.
2: <laughs> bro, I fucking know.
1: He said, bro, that shit irked me when he said that. 2022, Welcome to the big time and then with between that and the way mike rome announces her big time it's fucking awful it's awful. can't
2: stand that act every element but i hope he starts wrestling man just because get him off the fucking get, crew, get him please. off fucking
1: commentary bro uh and then you need to bring christ control back bro, because <laughs>
2: That shit the, is fire
1: That shit is heat But I guarantee you This man will keep Stay down
2: Fuck a love bro Ain't no way
1: <sighs> Bro I'm telling you bro Um Yeah Corey Graves Corey Graves is a moron Uh So hopefully We can get him off uh, Of commentary Cause I, I'm genuinely tired of this man bro no, um, I swear to god WWE interested in a certain talent. Um, WWE, man, with, with his biggest match date happening later tonight. This came out yesterday, so they were referring to his match with CM Punk. I can confirm without hesitation that WWE will be extremely interested in luring Wardlow away from AEW. When his contract is due. There are several people in World Wrestling Entertainment that love his potential. I That's
2: guarantee you. Said.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you those that love his potential are going to get him and punish him mm-hmm. for not going to WWE like he should have. So they think, Even
2: though they rejected him on multiple times. and exactly. still oh, he should have came with us.
1: Yeah, they do that to a lot of people. They did that to Max Caster. They did that to Ricky Starks. They did that to a bunch of people. You'll hear uh, Eddie Kingston. You'll hear a bunch of <laughs> fucking people talking about how they were trying to get in WWE for years. But the minute they were on AEW television, all of a sudden, they hey, won't. we... we Oh, uh, we are interested in you. No, you weren't. No, the fuck no, you, you weren't. If there is no yeah, AEW, no. I'd still be trying to get a hold of you motherfuckers. That's exactly exactly, exactly what, what the problem is there. So, WWE, interested in Wardlow. And if you guys remember a couple months ago, they're interested in MJF, too. So, they're interested in this duo.
2: Man, bro. I love how much MJF is working. The WWE marks. With that shit, like everyone's bringing it up, and it's so true. And we're always talking about going to WWE. It's supposed to irk us. It's supposed to like get under our skin. But it's just funny that it's making the WWE marks just believe it, twenty four seven. It's hilarious.
1: He's talking about it on Dynamite. MJF's gonna go to WWE. <laughs> he told Punk he wants to main event Mania. I'm gonna that tell you right now. M- yeah uh, you need to you need to fucking uh get up with the times bruh mjf knows.
2: He knows can you
1: imagine him in wwe
2: maxwell jacob feinstein
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's what he would be that's
1: uh, yeah what he would be bro. yeah his tough enough video <laughs> that was his name
2: I laugh every time he says his name in that fucking video.
1: Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. (laughs) The fuck is that, bruh?
2: (laughs) Fucking blame ass name, but man, it's just like it's I love it. It's so funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. Durante McDaniel in the chat, bro. Why the fuck would Wardlow go to WWE, he says.
2: Exactly.
1: It's funny you say that actually, because right after right after um, Right after this came out, AEW's Twitter page released something that said, uh, Why Wardlow is an AEW lifer. I love it. Um, I love it. Uh, Look. Wardlow. Wardlow going to WWE. And I hear a lot of people saying, Oh, this wouldn't be a bad move for Wardlow. Look at his size. Okay. Okay
2: cross okay. what
1: happened to Lars sullivan size you know what i mean even before his whole debacle came out they weren't doing shit with him exactly. he was in a feud with the lucha house party his first summer on the main roster then then you move then you move on to uh what is it then you move on to uh you move on to a guy like Cross, you move on to a guy like Kerry and Cross, and the guy's in a fucking helmet, looking like demolition. You know, like, I mean, what the f- what come. the fuck is that? Um, shame the fucking
2: dude. I mean, shame the dude said you make him a mime.
1: He's a mime. You got Braun Strowman, who, oh who is who is who's a Britain
2: fucking, fucking uh,
1: yeah. He's a, he's a living fucking choo choo train. On this, on WWE, Um, I mean, you talk about these, you talk about these people, you talk about these people with with size. That doesn't, that doesn't even matter to WWE anymore. And the fact, I mean, if he was a WWE guy, he may have had a chance. But the fact that he's been in AEW and he's been featured regularly,
2: oh, he's screwed if he goes over there.
1: This man is fucked if he goes over to WWE.
2: that's who they're going to save that name for is him. Oh my God, it's Budge. <laughs> they're going to put him in, they're going to put him with g Bar. Oh, it's going to be L Bar. Fucking A Man. Like, just because you're a big guy does not mean that you're, you're safe in WWE. The last few years have proved otherwise with every case. Literally, every big guy that's come in, like, recently released, is released by now. You know what I mean? So, come on, man. He's definitely not going. He knows. MJF knows. Come on, bro. Come on. And if you think Damn. that they were looking... Hmm.
1: Brian Kendrick quietly let go after getting oh thrown God. off the stairs from Harland several Damn. weeks ago.
2: Uh, so, probably in kayfabe, that man died in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah, how do we do that shit, bruh? How?
1: Damn, that sucks. That's
2: fucked up. That's real disrespectful. He was uh, a
1: trainer, too, of Triple H's era.
2: Shocker that he's gone now. Who else was helping train people? They're on the list, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Damn. God. Jim Cornette believes Tony Khan needs to fire talent. No shit. No. Yeah, man, but, yeah, back to Wardlow, bro. I mean, I see a lot of people saying, oh, he wouldn't be bad in WWE. I will admit he wouldn't be as ruined as MJF would. Because MJF, huh. you would be able he to did. tell uh, oh, the, oh, yeah. the the differences between between uh, how bad of a chance mean, that would, would be.
2: The word bitch once a week. <laughs> Literally. Yep.
1: yep. Um. I mean, look, bro, fucking... Why would Wardlow go to WWE, man? Why they know? I mean, I mean Vince, Vince McMahon. Once, like I said, once Vince McMahon hears that this man is is a uh, was a member was a member of AEW. Once he finds that out, it's 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 done. It's done for Wardlow, bro. It's truly truly done um, for him, bro. And like I said, look at all these other examples that uh, of people um yeah i mean it it genuinely just boils down Mm -hmm. to uh it boils down Mm -hmm. to that whether wardlow goes or not i don't think he will but whether he does whether he does i i think either way you go either way either way that that's that's a loss on his part i think aew is doing great (laughs) with him i think aew is doing great with him i think they've been building this up for a while They've been, <clears throat> they've been building this up for a while and I, I think that they had it in the plans all this time as you know we all know how Tony Khan likes to book shit mm-hmm. uh, everything's long term so you know I think this is gonna be one of the instances where long term booking is absolutely needed for a story like this Makes and sense. I think he will be uh oh uh, splitting from MJF and, and the pinnacle That's to okay. actually make that group some kind of four horsemen instead of five. And I think that uh I think that this is gonna be his year. And uh knowing that you're in a company that, you know, loves you, they love what you bring to the <laughs> table. Why would you ever consider going to going going to WWE when they are going to dust off Carrion Cross's helmet and put it right on his fucking head right after exactly. they shave it. Um <laughs>
2: Exactly, bro. If you I know, know Warlow, do you either want that helmet, which Carrion Cross even joked about backstage while it was giving give, given to him, or would you? What most likely will be a TNT run either at the end of this year, or early next year, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, bro. And I think, uh, yeah, and I think the people in WWE love his potential. They mm-hmm. love his potential.
2: his potential. That's the only word they ever use.
1: Can you imagine potential. how WWE would use this man's potential, bro? You know what? For We've seen. what Wardlow brings to the table, mm-hmm. they would tell him, you move too fast. You're doing these yep. power bombs too fast. We need to send still, you yeah. to big man school. Remember what they did to Keith Lee? This guy's yep. gonna be the next fucking Vader in about eight months, and then exactly. and then he'll be released once they realize this guy was an AEW guy. Oh God! This guy, this guy's gonna be watered down, and they want to bring up the word potential. You know how many people you've had since two, since. Since NXT call-ups, since, you know, blockbuster NXT call-ups were a thing, like Mm -hmm. 2015, do you know how many people you've had since then that have been potential?
2: Has been never used? Shinsuke, Black, um, dude, I I can make a massive list of like 40 easy. Look. Of just potential.
1: Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, look. In 2015, when he was called out, I guarantee you there were people then saying, holy shit, man, in five years, this guy's going to be a world champion. Oh, yeah. We're five years down the line, and he's getting thrown over the top rope by Johnny Knoxville. Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, Mm -hmm. shit. In five years, this guy's going to have two WWE title reigns under his belt. This guy's going to have multiple mid-card title reigns under his belt. And what's happened since then? He's been buried to Gender Mahal, Ma- uh, Malachi Black. Oh my God, this guy's amazing. This guy's gonna be the next Undertaker. Whoa. This Bobby guy <laughs> Oh, oh, Bobby Lord!
2: Fucking Wood, bro. Come on, come on. Who else? Who else? There's so many, so many tag teams I can name. There's so many this and that. So many women. What happened to them all? Potential, potential, potential. They could all potentially be released is the real potential for yeah. WWE.
1: Yeah, they I mean WWE wants to talk about potential now, but they had all these people that have been the fucking the 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 example, the living example of potential. Exactly. And when you say potential Usually you're talking about something that's going to happen in the future, and in the future, all of these guys have done nothing, they've been buried, they've been released, they've been uh, fucking, they've been embarrassed, they've, revival, potential, you know what I mean? Just to get released and uh, dump water all over their cocks because the fucking (sighs) Uso put Usi hot. And they're well, shaving God. backs and... Okay, I mean, what is this, bro? What is this, man? Literally. They talk a lot about potential, uh, but little but do they one. know, half the fucking roster at a time was potential, potential. And you've done exactly. nothing, nothing with these people, man. It is absolutely well, ridiculous. Exactly. One
2: Night Raw had potential. NXT was the definition of potential. Look at what it is now. Come on, bro. Come on.
1: Yep. Yep. Um Yeah, man. I mean, Wardlow, Wardlow. Ugh, this guy, this guy ain't going to WWE. Neither is MJF, man. I mean, they 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 know. They know exactly what lies ahead if they go exactly. to go to WWE, oh. man. Next up. WWE well, actually, there's two parts to this news. Um, Saudi Arabia set to... This is the first part. Saudi Arabia set to host the Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber will reportedly be returning on Saturday, February 19th, for WWE Saudi Arabia show. So, this doesn't really make that much sense because you have your uh you know roman and brock for mania the both of those guys are uh, that's going to be for the wwe championship because these assholes are genuinely going to have roman reigns lose they're going to have roman reigns lose the wwe championship or universal championship to seth rollins um so, if you do that and Brock for Mania. If you do that, then... Whoever wins the Rumble is automatic. They're going to have no choice but to go for Seth. Who will be the Universal Champion. So, I mean, I guess you're just going to have... This is what I want to see.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: This, would, this would make this intriguing. Have Brock Lesnar defend the wwe championship inside the elimination chamber i would love to see that and make it intriguing but then who the fuck do you have on smackdown that is going to be a an opponent at that point man i mean yeah you who the fuck man you're gonna put fucking what are you gonna put fucking kofi kingston in the rumble or the the (laughs) elimination chamber like, he hasn't been buried to Brock already? I like, mean, Drew McIntyre's out. You can't put Roman in there, because that's the mania match.
2: Um, Jey Uso will be in that bitch 100%, of course. Mr. Fucking Dude, you can't do one for SmackDown. You literally can't.
1: You can't, Unless You bro.
2: put fucking pho- like Otis in there or some shit. <clears throat>
1: Even he's on draw too. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. That would I would say that would build some intrigue, but there's gonna be nobody in the fucking match. It's gonna be a bunch of it's gonna be a bunch of jobbers. It's like when you're playing two K and you pick Brock Lesnar and then you pick a bunch of jobbers just because you wanna win. You put fucking Aiden English in there. You put let's say Dorado. You know, it's I mean you put a bunch of these like, no names, so you could just run through the match. I mean, that's what that's gonna be, bro. Because they don't got, they don't have anybody on the fucking roster. Nakamura is another exactly. one that's out with a hand injury, so like, you could that would be cool as well. But you can't do that. Seeing Nakamura and Lesnar in the ring again, that'd be dope. Yeah. That would be dope. So RAW
2: has to do it, man. Because I would say, I would do Bobby Lashley wins the title, and then he has to defend it. In the information chamber, and he does. You know how much of a beast he would look like if he beats Brock, and then goes to the defendant Brock. and six seeds in the chamber. Beat Brock. You know how much of a beast he would be. You know what I mean? And then faces dull, Omos.
1: Omos. I mean, yeah.
2: Oh, Moss. I Oh, probably put old in there and have the segment or the spot where they all attack him, and. The only reason he's out is because he got fucking whooped by everybody. Oh, God.
1: And then. I
2: take that over fucking. So, like. So,
1: so if Seth wins the Universal Championship, you have to have him defend it. So, Monday Night Raw is going to get the Chamber. SmackDown can't get it because there's nobody you could put in the fucking match. So.
2: Unless they. I think they'll switch the the main titles from each other. Mm -hmm. They might have to.
1: Yeah.
2: To they have Seth win it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be back red again.
2: Oh, shit. I I can see it. I can see them doing that.
1: And then, WWE, with this news, is set to rebrand the Elimination Chamber (sighs) to... The WrestleMania Chamber. <laughs> so with that, first of all, this is not at WrestleMania, so why the fuck would you call this the WrestleMania Chamber? It's like having a show. It's like having a pay-per-view titled WrestleMania Backlash.
2: Oh god, never forget that shit, bro. But like, what? it like?
1: And with that, the WrestleMania, if you're calling something the WrestleMania chamber, you have, you, you, WrestleMania, when I hear WrestleMania chamber, I would think somebody who's going to win this chamber to go on to WrestleMania, right? Mm -hmm. Like I just said, if Roman and Brock is your match, the winner of the Royal Rumble faces Seth.
0: Yeah. There's no so ifs, ands, or buts about
1: that. So, so and then if it's champ versus champ, is the Royal Rumble should you even Just do it this pointless? fucking year? Who are you gonna win? Exactly. What are you gonna fucking what is Omas gonna win and use his championship match for fucking Damian Priest? <laughs> I mean they
2: Or Oh, God, what, what could happen? Oh, man, I'm
1: scared. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, bro. It doesn't make any sense. I told you guys this a couple weeks ago on Unscripted. This Mania season is going to be a fuck fest, and it already is. Yeah. It already yeah. is, bro. Literally, man. But my favorite match stipulation, when done right, and there's been some great ones. My, I think my favorite one is 2017, the one Wyatt won. Mm-hmm. The I Elimination really Chamber don't. is... Being ruined, um, oh, 100%. it is being it is being ruined, uh and it is being renamed to the WrestleMania Chamber.
2: Bro, imagine an Are AW he... Chamber, <sighs> bro, bro, Hangman. I and
1: mean, they uh, did blood and guts well, you know. So
2: exactly, they did um, the match itself well. So yeah, yeah. Chamber, bro. Imagine how brutal! We're gonna put mocks in that bitch.
1: Oh. Man,
2: Imagine, oh man that Mox, shit would be unbelievable.
1: black uh brian um mm. uh pak uh kenny hangman archer oh bro
2: Ooh, man oh man that shit would be nuts
1: yeah i would love to i would love to see aew use some of these some of these match stipulations because wwe clearly has no fucking clue What they are doing, bro. There's, You don't even have enough people on the fucking roster to do this.
2: They don't have enough people on the roster to do anything, bro. They can't do a rumble. They can't (laughs) do a chamber. How how are they going to do Money in the Bank this year? That shit's going to suck. Dude, that match is going to be so ass this year. They're going to put Happy Corbin. They're going to put fucking... Oh, bro. It's going to be terrible. They're going to put Jey Uso in. (laughs) We're going to put fucking Omo. Oh, no, oh, my God.
1: Oh, bro, he's if probably going to win not a champion. Yeah, if he's not a champ by then.
2: He's winning that fucking thing. Oh, man. God bless. Oh, no, he's fucking garbage. <laughs>
1: Good Lord.
2: Kill me, man. Fucking um, kill me.
1: Yeah, man. This is my favorite match stipulation, bro. And this shit, conti- WWE continues to kill my love for the Elimination Chamber the last good elimination chamber we got was two thousand and nineteen. The one where Brian <laughs> won, when Kofi came yeah. like inches away. That was the last time they fucking did it right, man, and ever since then, this shit just fucking sucks,
2: man. So ass
1: this terrible. <sighs> just give this shit to AEW, bruh. Cause at bro. least at least I will have some faith and my love for the elimination chamber will come back. Because they are just actively killing it. And I don't accept this shit, bruh. I don't exactly. want this in my life. I want to love the Elimination Chamber. This is horrible.
2: I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, I mean, are, you, these,
1: man. are these fucks in Saudi Arabia that dumb? They don't know what Elimination Chamber means? You have to put it in idiot terms for them? The WrestleMania well, Chamber. The winner goes to Mania.
2: If anything, it's already... In idiot terms. It's just elimination. They're going to be so confused when they get eliminated now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I as well yeah. as well fucking...
2: call elimination match. Like elimination with Big Cage around it.
1: Brock Lesnar uh, will pin the first dude and the crowd will fucking pop like he just, just won. And then they'll be yeah. confused the whole rest of the match as to why it's still going on.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Exactly. So There's WWE
1: making no sense out of who or what Uh, they're making no sense out of who the chamber is going to have in it they're making no sense out of what it's going to be for is it going to be for the spot at mania or for the title because when you put it in wrestlemania chamber the winner you it makes me think that the winner of the chamber goes to mania to challenge the champ. I don't fucking know. And then if it stays a champ versus champ, then it makes no sense, because then the rumble's useless unless Roman or Brock wins the rumble.
2: Oh man. And that would suck too. Oh, it. It's again. FPL.
1: This mania season is a fuckfest. fest. It is, bro.
2: It really is.
1: And we are only on. We are only on the fourteenth day of January. We still have 3 months to go. Oh man. We're good. Doomed. Fucking god, man. Good They're god. Doomed. And the last story, Mike Johnson from PW Insider is reporting that the NXT 2.0 creative team which is led by Johnny Russo will now report to Bruce Pritchard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fucking deuce, Pritchard. <laughs> <Bruh>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Johnson said to... that Triple H was <laughs> in control. Johnson said that while Triple H was in control, the team would be. What? Auto-anonymous?
2: Uh, anonymous? No. No, I think a, I know what you're trying to say. Uh, uh, I think it means ran by itself, like it's kind of like works like a yeah. factory,
1: yeah, because it says auto, auto in nature, yeah, operating so we're as just a separate bubble within the company. The yeah. way they are and currently working with Pritchard, and uh, with Pritchard at the top is consistent with how things are ran over on Raw and SmackDown. So it seems Vince McMahon has completely given his reins to Bruce Pritchard. And I'm going to tell you this. If Bruce... If Bruce signs... Or not signs. If Bruce brings people up that Vince McMahon doesn't like, this is going to ruin their relationship. Over time. I don't know if it'll... Mm-hmm. Cause you know how Vince McMahon gets somebody in charge, and then over time he hates them. Like, uh, um, actually, I can't even bring up that comparison because Road Dog wasn't even running SmackDown the whole time. Um, mm, like Ryan I'm Ward, watching. like yeah, Ryan, exactly. like when Ryan Ward had SmackDown, they ran with it, and then after a while, Vince was just like, he "What the fuck? This, this, this is too good. I don't like this. Exactly. Get this shit out of here." You know. So, this isn't me. Yeah, Get man, so so if Bruce Pritchard brings up people that Vince McMahon doesn't like, and he's not going to like all of them, this, I can assure you, is going to slowly but surely ruin the relationship between Bruce and Vince, and Bruce will be scapegoated, and eventually mm-hmm. Vince will say, well, things have been so bad in the company because of Bruce. He that was the problem. Now we're turning over a new leaf, and he's really not, but it's just going to continue, and he's going to blame it on Bruce for no reason. Bruce doesn't fucking help the situation, but eventually he will oh, be no. scapegoated. We've seen this multiple times. We've seen mm-hmm. this multiple times, but it is official. Triple H has... it's beneficial, been oh, but yeah, now but it's hitting the, the dirt that sheets. It. That Triple H is no longer... He's cut off all ties with NXT. Like I said, it's beneficial, but it is now officially hitting the dirt sheets, man. So
2: he doesn't run a thing anymore. Not a a
1: fucking thing, man. Not a thing, which you could have said before. Oh, well, it's still a dumb argument because it's been ran by Vince and Bruce the whole entire time. But you could have said, oh, well, Triple H's guys are still higher. They're still backstage. Not anymore. William Ooh. Regal's gone. Road Dog. Did you see AEW filed for the trademark of New Age Outlaws?
2: Oh God, they did, bro. You, know, you know what I found out? That's even worse, bro. What? Austin Gunn ain't going nowhere, bro. That man is on a TV show. What's called like? Oh like... yeah,
1: the Ranch Ranch rules yeah. or something.
2: I remember. I was seeing that commercial. I was like, that that one dude. He looks fucking familiar.
1: Oh, I, and I mean was like, like no, it's Austin Gunn.
2: That's what I was saying. I was like, no way, it's Austin Gunn. Ain't no way. And then he tweeted about it. I was like, oh my god. He ain't going nowhere, bruh. Kill me. He's going to be a part of the new age. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. He's going to be fucking bro. popping. Oh, man. <sighs> Kill me. I can't but, um,
1: stand Austin Gunn, bruh. I swear to I god. I really
2: can't, bro. I really cannot. But with Bruce Bertrand, man, I mean, <clears throat> at this point... He kind of just does everything, and Vince McMahon at this point, he just signs off. He just gets shit and just signs it. That's all yeah. Vince does at this point. He puts his two cents in when he feels like he wants to. Other than that, all of these decisions are Bruce or Dunn or Nick Khan, all those guys. But now, Bruce Pritchard's in charge of NXT, man. It's only a matter of time, like you said, until he starts to get pissed that... Braun Breaker isn't going to be used when he comes up, that um, Tony D'Angelo or whoever fucking Bruce likes from NXT. Grayson get
1: Waller, which mm-hmm. he clearly loves him, is going to be a 24-7 title chaser. Oh, you know how Andrew. fucking out of place this dude looked on Monday Night Raw?
2: He does not belong there in the slightest, bro. No. And Vince is going to think that, and Bruce Richard's going to get pissed, and then eventually... It'll lead to Bruce leaving, which sounds like a blessing, but it's like in nature when something is taken off, someone always takes a place, takes its place. Someone's going to take Bruce's place. And at this point, it'll probably be someone even worse. So at this point, I'd say they keep Bruce.
1: They'll probably move him up the ladder. Not only is he president, but he's Vince's right hand man and creative. I can see it already.
2: I really could, bro. I really could. So, that's what's going to happen with that Bruce Prichard situation, man. And it just goes to show who's right the whole time. All of us. Triple H hasn't controlled NXT for a while, a while now. And now it's yeah. confirmed.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Bottom line here. Yeah. I, fe- I just fucking feel for that, man. And we bring this up all the time. Mm-hmm. In a couple years, I don't know if Triple A. I mean, reports came out a long time ago, and I don't really want to touch on this too much because it's it's their it's their family, and it is a sad thing. It genuinely mm-hmm. is. It, it's been we never reported on it because it's just personal. It's kind of like inhum inhuman of us. I, w- I would think at least I think to to report yeah, on this. Iconic. But Dave Meltzer reported a while ago that the mcmahon family is in shambles and it's a sad thing because you know past wrestling vince is a dad stephanie is a (laughs) daughter shane is a son linda is a mom so and a wife so uh, at the end of the day man I i don't really think i don't i genuinely don't think that that Seeing Triple H and Steph and Shane, Linda's been departed for years. You know, Linda used to be backstage with him, help running that company. She stopped doing that shit so long ago. Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't know the exact year, but, like, I think, really I, I, like, 90s. 90s yeah. was in, when she was doing that. But there will come a day, I think, when Shane cuts off ties to this company. Mm-hmm. Steph. Cuts off ties to this company, and with Steph comes Triple H. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so, and we always bring up how, you know, look at Last Unscripted. Does AEW understand the term long term booking versus confusing booking? I think if you were to Who's get a guy best? who, who exactly, who knows what, who knows how to actually perfect long term booking, not saying that Tony Khan doesn't know how to perfect it because. That Nick Jackson nod is one of my all-time favorite wrestling moments. Or Matt Jackson nod was one of my exactly. all-time favorite moments. Mm-hmm.
2: TK just doesn't know when to not do it. That's the TK thing. He When he does it, it's amazing. You know what I mean? But he just needs to learn that not every situation needs it. Mm-hmm. And who's better at that shock value type shit than Triple H, bro? Bro, he is the NXT king of kings. was shocking and it was taped. NXT was yes. taped for years, and it was the most shocking television, wrestling television I've ever watched. You d- you really never knew what was going to happen. This you man I...
1: perfected. So the these shows were taped, right? <laughs> this man perfected making the shit uh, intriguing for the crowd. I remember yeah. when he would do title matches; they would film two endings. So then, they the won. people that were watching couldn't put out spoilers. They couldn't, uh, well, they could, but then it would sound stupid because I remember when Gargano faced Dream, and they filmed mm-hmm. two endings. And then some people were like, "Dream won the belt, but then Gargano won it after, and everybody was confused. and it was it was good because then you then you want to see what they go with on television, and it's intriguing. But That's there was some shit, shit on TV. I remember the street fight or the the tornado tag between Sanity mm-hmm. and AOP, and I remember not hearing a thing about that on the spoilers, and I was shocked because that was one of the best tornado tag team matches I'd ever watched. That was great. Exactly. That was great. That's I'll never forget sure. the fatal four way. Uh, that got Johnny the spot at uh at um. At Takeover Philly, it was Dane, Lars, Johnny, and I think Black. Yeah, it was Black. Mm-hmm. That shit was great. I heard the match was great on the spoilers, but fuck, man, I was still shocked because of how good it was.
2: Like, come on, bro, imagine like what Dark would turn into. It would basically be fucking uh, uploaded, fucking uh, PC. They would just upload that shit. That shit mm-hmm. would be amazing. Like, it would just. Whatever Triple H touches turns to gold, man. So I would love for him to be a part of AEW one day in the future, man. Definitely. I w-
1: and I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule out the possibility of it. I really wouldn't because would not, sadly. I could genuinely see all these people cutting off ties because Nick Khan is unfortunately going to get a hold of this company, and mm-hmm. and I I think it'll come to a point where you know as humans. They want to leave the company so they can have a little bit of their family back, you know? Exactly. And, and you know, it's it's a sad thing, man, but I, I definitely wouldn't rule out the possibility. And and it's a shame that Vince McMahon would choose uh, some fucking idiot asshole over his well, daughter literally. and his son and his son-in-law. Because I think together... And I know, I know it's a meme what Punk says with the doofus son-in-law and shit. But I think with the three of them, I think they can really create something special and and mm-hmm. offer something new to WWE that was NXT on a bigger scale. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's a shame exactly. that that will never happen. It is. It's it's it's, it's sad. It's sad. It really exactly. is. Um,
2: I think both Punk and Triple H is mature enough to work together again. You know what I mean? I think so. This definitely. is a new
1: Triple H. This is a Triple H that's <laughs> not out to bury people anymore. He's no. out to build, you know? Exactly.
2: He went from using his sledgehammer to destroy to using it to create houses, bro. I, I tried to make a fun analogy. I- I'm sorry. I respect that shit was ass. I respect that shit was hot garbage, bro. I tried, <laughs> but, um, you know, man. He went from <laughs> He's Mr. A carpenter now.
1: Now that he he's, now that they carp- took NXT from him.
2: He took he was he once he was a proud member of the demolition team. Now he's a proud member of the Carpentry team, bruh. Thank you for better using that analogy, bruh. But I think I think he would just be perfect for that company, bruh. I really think so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after all, he was running the super indie that we all know exactly. as NXT man, so who what is more super indie than AEW?
2: Exactly, man. It's a sad thing,
1: but like I said, it's been official for a really long time, but it's just now hitting the dirt sheets that Triple H is no longer. Triple H had a team that was comfortable enough, and that he was comfortable enough, and that's who you want to let run your show. People who are comfortable enough to... Mm -hmm you know, work while you're gone and work comfortably knowing that this shit's gonna be good. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, that's the kind of people you want, man. You don't want Nick Khan where you want to take a two-week vacation and by the time you come back, there's nobody on the fucking roster. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Uh, Triple H, man. Triple H. I, I genuinely, genuinely just feel bad for the for the guy, man. I, I could totally see once his cardiac procedure recovery is done, Um, once it's done, I can genuinely, within the next, we always talk about this, within the next two to three years, see them relieving him of his duties, uh, for good. I
2: can see it. I can really see it, man. Sadly. Sadly.
1: Yeah. I could see them doing that for good, man. Because if Triple H would have stuck with his old NXT, kept it on the network, uh, you know, kept it on the network did one hour, if they didn't make him do all these things that that did not need to be done to that show, we'd still have a war on our hands.
2: Exactly. It'd be a tough-ass war. Exactly, bro. Exactly.
1: Plain and fucking simple, man. So, yeah, man, but Bruce Pritchard, man, now officially hitting the dirt sheets as your NXT... He is the Triple H of NXT now. Let that sink in.
2: Those poor people. God damn. I remember... Creepy uncle. (laughs) Now they have Lester from GTA.
1: Bro. Triple H was genuinely grooming his NXT team to take over NXT while he takes over the main roster. Not anymore.
2: Nope. God Not anymore, damn. man.
1: This is uh, this is ridiculous, man. This is ridiculous. Um, it really, but is, yeah, bro. man. I just, I feel, I genuinely just feel for Triple H. I feel for, I feel for Steph too, cause she,
3: exactly.
1: she's caught in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's caught in the middle just of her dad. There. Yeah, uh, her dad and her son-in-law, or her son-in-law, her da- Fuck her. Da- she, um, she's caught, the the her, uh, she's caught in the middle of her. She's caught in. the She's gone to the middle of her dad and her husband, um. Just creatively just, disagreeing, and uh, perf- uh, her dad professionally, uh, career-wise, killing off her husband. You know
2: exactly, um, man. Exactly.
1: And it's it sucks, man. It, it sucks. It, I feel. I genuinely feel for the man, uh, and I and I really would like to see him a part of, of AEW nowadays. I really think he could bring a lot to the influence behind that show. I think it'd be great. Exactly, man. I think TK exactly. would love to have him too.
2: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, most definitely.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. So that's that's everything. That's everything we mm-hmm. we got to go over. So, yeah, man. Shit. So, with that. Oh yeah. Also, funny piece of news: WWE officially limits the open door for talent release requests. I seen this today before we went on.
2: Better email them now, bro. Goddamn.
1: Yeah, the WWE. We asked the uh, Steve Carrier of Ringside News says we asked the company about having an open door an open door for release requests, we were told there is an open door until it's requested by somebody we don't want to (laughs) release. I wonder who started that. I wonder which big name requested his release thinking he would get it. They were
2: like, hold on You know
1: what? Finn, that's my prediction. Oh,
2: it was probably, yeah, probably was Finn. I can see it. Probably was Finn. Where's he been
1: on Raw ever since? I don't even know when. Dude's exactly. been off TV forever. So. Maybe they're God trying to I kill think. his momentum before they finally grant it.
2: Exactly. They want to kill him first. Like, wait. You still have some momentum with you. We can't send you when you still got some. We got to take it away from you, man. Sorry. Yeah. Shit ain't right.
1: Yeah, man. But, yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Triple H situation. Triple H situation, man. Absolutely heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. It really to see. Is uh triple h is goaded triple h gave us so many memories uh that will genuinely last a lifetime um yeah i just feel for the man i feel for the man and i want to see i want to see him happy i want to see him happy, man so
2: that's what i want to see man
1: for sure he deserves it after everything he did for us man he deserves it uh out of everybody man so with that Mm -hmm. being said that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast, man. This has been episode 92 of the news, man. Uh, and with that, with that, that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, it has and always will be a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem.
2: And I, Sir Kay.
1: And that is going to do it for this edition. Of the news, that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast, episode 92, man. Please like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you guys on Monday with Notorious Unscripted. We'll see you guys then.
0: Peace.